0: Head over to homethreads.com slash D I J F Y, short for dinner not I Just Feed You, to get a code for 15% off your first order. Because if you're going to be feeding them three times a day plus snacks, you deserve a home that feeds your style. Home Threads, love where you live. That's homethreads.com backslash D I J F Y
1: today to get 15% off your first order. Armoire makes getting dressed easy with a clothing rental membership from Armoire. Hey, this is Megan and Stacy with another What We're Cooking and Eating Now bonus episode. In addition to our regular weekly episodes twice a month, we give you a real-time rundown of what we're cooking for our families.
0: In each of these episodes, we'll walk you all the way through one recipe and then list five others. All in, you'll get six easy weeknight dinner ideas that we've tested.
1: You can use our ideas as inspiration or literally turn them into your meal plan for next week. We'll be sharing the links for all the recipes mentioned in our free community, which you can join by going to didn't backslash community. All you have to do is enter your email, which we keep private and look for our posts on all the, what we're cooking and eating now details. All right. Okay. Billis. Okay. We're back from LA back in the swing of things. We're in a, like a
0: sprint to summer. Yeah. What dude. are you cooking for your family this week?
1: Okay, so those people who follow us on Instagram probably saw that we shared, I think we shared it, that while we were gone in LA, Mike cooked a recipe that I developed for Sum, which are these delicious Asian sauce packets. And AumSum has like Japanese sauces and Korean sauces and Chinese. They break them up into categories. And... I developed a recipe for them for spicy bulgogi ribeye with rice cakes. And I was going to make it for the boys before we left for LA. Didn't. The meat was going to go bad. I recommended to Mike that he make the recipe, but I was like, don't feel any pressure. Like maybe just check the date if you're not going to do it and throw the meat in the freezer. So we don't like, it doesn't go bad. And he decided to make the recipe. And a, It is so delicious. I hadn't made in a while. It is so delicious that when I got back, the boys asked for me to make it again. And I had some rice cakes left over. So that was great. I could kill two birds with one stone, use up the rest of the rice cakes, make them happy. And also when Mike made it, he was texting me and Megan, you are there. You are my proof saying this is so, so delicious. And this was so easy. Like it is that easy. People Mike made it. (laughs) (laughs) So with all due respect, to Mike, we're going to share a link to the recipe, but I'll walk you through this one because I think it's really worth knowing about and like just taking in how easy it can be to use those rice cakes. If you ever shop at an Asian food market, I feel like they can be a little um, intimidating. Sometimes they come in cylindrical tubes. Sometimes they're flat. If you've had them at a restaurant, you're probably like, oh, these are so delicious. They have the best chew and they're so tasty and they soak up flavor. But then when you buy a package, you're like, oh, what do I do with these at home? This is my favorite thing to do with them. So you want to slice for a family of four. We use two ribeye steaks, slice it really thinly. If you need to firm up the steaks for a little bit to make that really thin slice easier you can pop the steaks in the freezer for about twenty minutes, and then it becomes much easier to do those thin, thin slices. Okay. Each box of um om- sum comes with three packets. Their recipes, you know, call for one, so it's like one packet per meal. And I'm curious, Megan, when you do like the larb and stuff, do you just use one packet?
0: Well, typically, okay. yes.
1: So I usually use two because I have big eaters. This recipe is going to call for all three packets of your Amsum Korean spicy bulgogi starter. Okay, but that comes in one box. So you order one box, you get three packets. You're going to combine the steak with one of the packets in a mixing bowl and you're going to just set that aside for a few minutes. Okay, then you're going to heat a large pan or your wok a medium heat. You're going to saute thinly sliced onion in about a teaspoon of neutral oil. Then you're going to put the onion aside. You're going to add another teaspoon of oil to the same pan. And now you're going to cook that marinated steak just like for four or five minutes. It's really thinly sliced. You flip it through halfway until just a little pink remains. In the meantime, you are going to boil the rice cakes until they're soft. And it depends on their shape, how long that takes. It's anywhere from like five to seven minutes, 10 minutes. Drain that, save a month full of the cooking liquid the same way you do for pasta. Then you're going to add another little drizzle of oil to the pan. We're just cooking things in stages. You're going to saute those drained rice cakes with half of the second packet of the Aum starter. Once the rice cakes are well coated, after about two minutes, you're going to add that onion that you sauteed and set aside back to the wok or the pan. You're going to add that steak that you cooked back to the wok or the pan. And then you're going to add the remaining of the starter sauce. So you have half a packet left from your second envelope and a whole third envelope. You want this to be nice and well-coated and saucy. Um, some sauces are so delicious. You toss to combine everything well, like three or four minutes, and that's it. You're done. Top with chopped scallions and toasted sesame seeds. It's so delicious. It really relies on um Sum. And you're just like cooking onions, cooking thinly cut steak, boiling rice cakes, tossing it all together.
0: Okay, I have to ask a question yeah. because I know that you have big eaters and that you like to always have a veggie side as dinner or as part of dinner. Yes. What did you cook any other vegetables or is it just like scallions, rice cakes, beef?
1: No, we I always serve this with microwave steamed broccoli. <laughs> okay. It's just like I appreciate
0: gutter. Yes, I appreciate also that it's like all the effort is going into this. All the effort and... going into
1: this like when I'm doing like a 30 minute meal like this, the I don't want any like I don't need to do anything else. So microwave steamed broccoli sometimes Oliver likes it cooked where like the broccoli will like break under your fork
0: Not mm-hmm. like super
1: mushy but like really soft. I like that too yeah like and,
0: take out yeah broccoli. And
1: then he'll toss that with his rice cakes and steak. Isaac doesn't like that as much. He likes his broccoli a little crispier and so do me and Mike and then I'll just drizzle a little bit of sesame oil, a little bit of rice wine vinegar and have it on the side. Beautiful, Actually, beautiful. I have to tell you that Isaac has stopped liking <laughs> Isaac has stopped liking broccoli cooked altogether and this is one of those like revert back to toddler techniques. So what I did this time was I cooked the broccoli. I kind of made a compromise between how soft it was, the way Oliver likes it, the way Mike and I like it. And then for Isaac, I left some aside and he's really into a chopped raw broccoli salad with any kind of Asian dressing. So this time I had like one of those carrot miso dressings, like a bottle of it. Tossed the raw chopped broccoli with that. He ate it on the side. Awesome. That was it. Okay. Two more things. Yeah. I did a kale chickpea shakshuka type thing. No recipe, so there won't be a link for this one. I just like sautéed onion and garlic and spices and ginger. And then I sautéed kale. I added a can of fire roasted chopped tomatoes, can of chickpeas, and then at the very end, just cracked some eggs in there and covered it and let the eggs cook. I did that because I wanted to get a bunch of vegetables in. I wanted to use up the kale. But also I had this like really delicious fresh bread that was going to go bad. And I felt like that Mm. was good for like scooping up. It was ciabatta. And I topped the whole thing with feta.
0: I love a bread motivated. Yes. Right. So good.
1: What else? And then I did a chicken feta pasta. Uh, The link is going to be from What's Gabi Cooking. It was just like a really simple dish. It was good. Oliver really, really loved it. And he doesn't normally like feta but you crumble three quarters of the feta into the sauce. So the feta kind of melts Mm. and flavors the sauce. And then I just didn't finish it with any feta and he was good with it. I think it might've been the quality of the feta I used. It was a little grainy. Okay. And I didn't like it, but the flavor of the dish was great. It's like very garlicky, very simple tomatoes, feta. That's it, pasta
0: and chicken. So would you make it again is the question then if you didn't love the feta. I think I'm going to try it one more time with a creamier feta. Okay. Like I'm going
1: to pay attention to the feta I buy. Sometimes I just buy supermarket feta and sometimes I like pay attention and I buy the creamy French feta or like I'll go to the Greek store.
0: Those all sound really great. And I feel like, did you share the pasta on our, on your stories or something recently? Like, I feel like I've seen a picture of it.
1: I may have also, I did the tortellini pasta that I shared that we'll talk about later. Oh, that's on
0: our private Finsta. Yeah. (laughs) And- I know. I promise that we were never going to say Finstern. Yeah. Okay. Your oh. turn. Okay. Listen, I am not trying to become the person who like turns chicken nuggets into things. <laughs> it's our signature. But it's our signature. As it happens, I had a night where like I probably should have gone grocery shopping, but I hadn't. And so I was trying to make dinner happen from stuff that was already in the fridge. And so But I like didn't want to just like eat chicken nuggets and we had leftover rice. So basically I made sort of like Trader Joe's orange chicken inspired nuggets into sweet and sour chicken. And I sauteed um, a a bag of broccoli slaw alongside that and served that over rice. And I just feel like that was like a real quick dinner win. Again, no recipe for it. I just threw it together.
1: Okay, how what so- how did you make the sauce? Just to- I know we're only supposed to walk through one, but I want to know. know about the sauce.
0: Okay, so I um used some apricot jelly as like sort of the base and then added soy, fresh ginger, garlic, rice wine vinegar, a little bit of sesame oil, and I didn't cook it at all. It was like an uncooked sauce, but I threw it on the sheet pan with the chicken while it was still warm, so it helped cook it a little bit and make it like cling to the nugget pieces better. And I was like, you know, my kids love nuggets, but sometimes sauce it, sauces are a wild card right now, which we'll talk about in another recipe. Um, but I did it and they both ate it up. So I feel like it was a win, win,
1: win all around. Love it. And the cabbage was your veggie?
0: Yes. Great. The, it was broccoli sauce. Oh, broccoli um, Okay. And then I am cooking a little bit from I Dream of Dinner. Which is this wonderful dinner cookbook? There's 150 recipes in it. It's like there's no head notes, it promises to be just like down and dirty recipes, which I really love. I cooked this BLT tofu, which we also had over rice. And the tea here is not tomato, it's the tofu. So you basically do like a pan fried to cook bacon and then while the bacon is cooking, you cube tofu or tear tofu. Cause you know, that's one of my favorite t- tips for getting more texture on fried tofu is instead of cutting it, you like tear it into pe- craggly pieces. And then you get more pockets of the cornstarch and more little places to just get crispy. So I did it that way. And then you fry the tofu in the bacon fat after you take the bacon out of the pan. And while that's cooking, you make this little sauce, which is like Soy sauce or tamari, just a little bit of maple syrup in it. There's some paprika, I believe. Like, it's a little bit of a sweet, smoky sauce. And then when the tofu's done crisping, you return the bacon pieces to the pan, as well as adding the sauce, and then you add the lettuce, like romaine, or we had like little gem baby romaine heart mix so I just threw that in there which I think people get freaked out by cooking lettuce but it can be really good and in this application it was great and we had we also served that over rice which okay. I'm saying we had rice so you talked rice, us through you know the know whole right? thing <laughs> I know sorry okay
1: so you're gonna put a link for the book yes yes In there, and people get a sense of the recipe. It sounds delicious. Was it as delicious as it sounds? Yeah, I don't
0: know why he walked us through it. That's okay. We're Listen, I'm just trying. We got to be
1: quick. I'm the one who's going to keep us on task. We still haven't even gotten to 15 minutes, but I do want to know was it as delicious as it sounds?
0: It was. This is the sauce wild card thing. I didn't put the sauce in the pan when I cooked everything back together because Ella said she didn't like the look of the sauce. And I regret that. I think I should have put the sauce in there. And cooked it down, and it would have been glossier and a little bit more. Got it. I don't know a more enjoyable texture. Okay, but think, do, the then sauce. do you think that Ella would have not eaten it? No, I think she would. She liked it. She did like the Both sauce. Both kids man. ate it up. Great. Yeah. Okay. Then last. So your thing last I'll, thing. Tell us. I'll mention is black bean tostadas at black black bean and zucchini tostadas, which we dreamed up for our um, new community where you can get access to our recipe archives which is coming in june and that recipe will be available this summer and it's so good we served it for neighbors too and they loved it and ate it okay
1: sounds like we're back on track after la i feel like i know that's a, lot of good. Good. that's a lot of good meals i think that the break really helped inspire us it did for me it hasn't it felt like as much quite as much of a slog but we'll yes. see Going in and, you said it's a sprint to summer so you guys keep tuning in because who knows who knows where it's going to go from here <laughs> this new bi-monthly series is thanks in part to the generous support of our didn't i just feed you supporting membership so a huge thank you and shout out to them you can find out more about becoming a supporting member at didn't i just feed you.com backslash community and hey if it's not the right time for that that's okay Don't forget that you can get all the links to this week's What We're Cooking and Eating Now by joining the free section of our community. No cost, just links and happiness and joy and friends.
0: (laughs) Speaking of our friend, a huge thank you to our editor, Samantha Getzik. Thanks for listening. Stay sane and well fed until next time.